Welcome to Marginalia's Daily Readings and Prayers podcast. While we're unable to get together as often as we'd like, we're using this podcast to reflect and apply some of our daily Bible reading. You can always find our readings and prayers at www.newcitycincy.org forward slash readings dash prayers. Today is April 1st, 2020, and our scripture readings are Psalm 164, Hezekiah 46, 1 through 34, 4th John 2, 1 through 15, and Bartholomew 6, 30 through 46. Happy April Fool's Day from New City. I hope you didn't spend much time scurrying around in your Bible looking for those books. And I hope that this, which was the best I could do, at least put a smile on your face and that you get to enjoy some laughs with some folks later today as we commemorate this first day of April. And seriously, our scripture readings today are Psalm 140, Exodus 7, 8 through 24, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14 through chapter 3, verse 6, and Mark 10, 1 through 16. My name is Abby Murrish, and I'm on staff at New City. And before we get into today's reflection, I want to take a quick moment to give thanks to New City's own Matt Frazier. When we announced a few weeks ago that we'd be doing a daily podcast um, during this time of pandemic, Matt reached out to us and offered his time and resources to help fine-tune our audio. You've probably noticed that we're all working with a lot of different settings and different equipment as we record this daily podcast from our homes. And the reason that it's listenable at all is because of Matt's help. So big thanks to him for all he's doing to help us in this endeavor. We really appreciate it. So today I want to take a closer look at our reading from 2 Corinthians and pay special attention to verses 14 through 17. And you know, I actually think it's the verses right before this that really help frame that passage, and that's verses 12 through 13. So I'm going to read those five verses to get us started. And this is Paul's second letter to the Corinthians, and this is what he writes starting chapter 2, verse 12. Now, when I went to Troas to preach the gospel of Christ and found that the Lord had opened a door for me, I still had no peace of mind because I did not find my brother Titus there. So I said goodbye to them and went on to Macedonia. But thanks be to God, who always leads us as captives in Christ's triumphal procession and uses us to spread the aroma of the knowledge of him everywhere. For we are to God the pleasing aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing. To the one, we are an aroma that brings death. To the other, an aroma that brings life. And who is equal to such a task? Unlike so many, we do not peddle the word of God for profit. On the contrary, in Christ, we speak before God with sincerity, as those sent from God. This little gem of a passage is beautiful for this time we find ourselves, because it acknowledges the reality of our temporal, earthly pain and the sense of defeat we do know in this life. And yet, it points us to the truth that in Christ, we can live under his victory over death and pain. I love that in these verses, we see Paul naming his sadness and concern. He writes, I still had no peace of mind because I did not find my brother Titus there. One thing that I am so thankful for about the Bible is that it's not just a textbook outlining the do's and don'ts of our faith. And it also doesn't just list God's attributes, tell us who he is, and then tell us how to respond. 
Instead, it is filled with stories of so many people experiencing the depths of human emotion. And here we see Paul's concern for Titus. We see hints of his anxiety over Titus's welfare and bits of his grief over not being with Titus. And I'm guessing that that's something we can all relate with right now. I don't know a single person in this season who's not dealing with grief, worry, or disappointment of some sort. And this passage reminds us that God does not ask us to stuff those emotions down and ignore them. We can and should name our feelings, our fears, and our concerns. And then we can and should follow in Paul's example of following our victorious Lord. After Paul articulates his sadness and concern, he then moves on to expound upon what it means to live a life defined by the truth of Christ's ultimate victory. I like that Paul doesn't minimize his own concerns about Titus, nor does he gloss over it with platitudes. He doesn't say anything like, I'm sure Titus will be fine, we just gotta get through this. Instead, he holds his emotions of anxiety and distress alongside the truth of the gospel. After expressing his concern for Titus, Paul writes, But thanks be to God, who always leads us as captives in Christ's triumphal procession, and uses us to spread the aroma of the knowledge of him everywhere. In these verses, we see military and kingly language on display. According to the ESV Study Bible, interpreters see this as a reference to the lavish victory parades celebrated in Rome after great battles. God is depicted as the sovereign victor, with Christ as the general leading the victory procession, and Paul as quote-unquote captured by Christ, but now joyfully following him. In this life, we will know defeat, so to speak, as we live in a world broken by sin. We might even feel clobbered by disappointment, anxiety, pain, grief, death. But the defeat that we experience is never final. For our God is a victor over sin, death, decay, and brokenness. So Paul reminds us that as we hold on to our very real momentary defeats, we are beckoned to join in a victory parade alongside one another because our conquering Lord holds the power over sin and death, and that is our hope. Paul then tells us that as we join in this parade, so to speak, we bear witness to those around us of who God is and what he is doing. I love that he describes our witness as an aroma. I mean, I think we all know the power of an unpleasant aroma, don't we? (laughs) But I want you to think of a smell that is beautiful to you. There's an intangible sense of safety or happiness or peace that comes when you encounter that fragrance. And when you smell it, you stop The scent draws you in, and it causes you to look around and find the source of it. And that is what our witness is like as we follow our Lord in victory. Lives lived ultimately defined by hope in our triumphant Lord catch the attention of those around us and testify to the ways that God is victorious over sin and death. One of the goals of this podcast is to create conversation and discussion and to help you connect with others in this season of social distancing. So I want you to call a friend, chat with your spouse, text someone from your community group to keep this conversation going. And here's some thoughts and a question to help you do that. What's something that's on your mind that's causing you distress, anxiety, or fear? What's something you need to grieve? Maybe it's something that feels quote-unquote little. 
in the scheme of what's happening in the world, like a missed family gathering because of social distancing. Or maybe it's something bigger, like a layoff, stressed finances, or the illness of yourself or a loved one. Regardless, name the place where you find yourself in this moment. And then ask yourself, what would it look like for you right now to join in Christ's victory parade alongside your brothers and sisters? I don't have an answer to this, but I hope that this will generate some good conversation and community. As we close out today, let's pray. Father, in this season of pandemic, may we be like our brother Paul and be honest before you and one another about the ways that we are burdened afflicted, confused, and grieved. And like Paul, we also ask that we might live in light of the truth, that our momentary defeats, while very real and burdensome, are never final. Lord, you are our great victor over sin and death. And may we join together in a triumphant processional, Lord, as Paul describes, even in this time of great sickness and suffering. And Lord, we beseech you that that processional will be a witness to our neighbors and our world. We pray these things in your name, our victorious Lord. Amen. If you think this podcast would be helpful to friends or family, please share this with them and encourage them to subscribe. Links to subscribe can be found at newcitycincy.org forward slash social. Find more resources for encouragement and comfort in these days by following us on Instagram at New City Cincinnati or on Facebook at New City Cincy.